Hello everyone. Welcome to our podcast with Jark with Moon and Harshi. Hi Harshi. Hi so we are back again. Yeah, so we are back again with another review. Um and as we mentioned in the first episode that we'll be watching one ordinary thing. Uh so we have uh, you know fulfilled that <laughs> promise that we did to ourselves and we have totally gone deep in this world of one ordinary day which obviously stars my favorite and your favorite and my favorite too yes <laughs> kim so you so yeah so it's the second uh, show of kim so you after his comeback yeah. and we'll talk more about it um uh, yeah so uh, i really like this show uh, what do you have to say uh so yeah moon like uh, I'm really glad that you kind of gave me a reference of how uh, one ordinary day was a uh, adaptation of criminal justice uh, which is a british a bbc uh, uh, television drama uh, so i kind of got really curious and uh, did a little bit of digging as to what the background was as to uh, how the show came about in south korea so right. uh, so this is a, a criminal justice is written and directed by peter moffat so in, in, yes. when you see the opening credits of one ordinary day they mention this right in the intro segment uh, and this is like it, it actually won uh, you know the award for best drama and the best writer uh, back when it was released in 2008 9 uh, so you know and also interestingly this has been adapted in all like many different countries of course original being in the uh, uk and then uh, us adapted it uh, you know in early 2012 or 2013 around i'm sorry i don't recall uh, the exact year but it is called the night off and in india our country uh, it is adapted in the same name as criminal justice uh, and in in fact which was uh, you know pretty critically acclaimed uh, here as well when it was released in 2019 uh, and yeah uh, uh, then there was one ordinary day in south korea and uh, there is another adaptation coming up uh, in french interestingly which uh, which oh. has just started streaming in uh, january 2022 so i was also surprised when i read about it uh, so basically uh one ordinary day what really got me also excited when it was announced last year uh in jan was that the, after the grand success of it's okay to not be okay uh you know uh, our boy him so you supposed to come back uh with another great uh drama so we were all like really curious about what kind of script that he's going to pick up and uh, exactly and he's always known for his scripts yeah yeah so he's for the versatility for of his characters that he picks and uh, so interestingly uh, this this show was launched on coupon play so coupon okay. play is a fairly new uh, ott streaming. streaming app in south korea right. but coupon has been in south korea for quite some time now for over 10 12 years and it oh. is actually known as um, the amazon of south korea It, oh, this I, I mean, did not. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I. <laughs> so basically, it, it is an e-commerce company, and uh, because it is so like uh, 
uh, its market share is so high high in south korea that it is called uh, the amazon of south korea but and they right. started their streaming platform only like uh, late in uh, around december 2020 or something like that so uh, okay. one ordinary day would be their first original uh, coupon play produced drama right yeah yeah that that so, we all know right yeah, yeah yeah so that's how it came about so it, they had to uh, to bring in more viewers it had to be one big budget star which of course exactly. i right. think they made yeah. the right decision and the script that they chose with one ordinary day i'm sure that uh, they couldn't have gone wrong uh, with this choice and right. uh, yeah I, in fact even i was really impressed with uh, you know the the way this uh, story was and the performance of all the uh, cast that was there in this drama so why That's don't you talk uh, you, huh? yeah, yeah because you so because you mentioned about uh, kim soo you picking up his scripts in a very selective manner so mm-hmm. before after it's okay not to be okay finished and uh, he was uh, actually set to star in a netflix drama called the finger Oh. the finger or off finger yeah it was supposed to be a thriller show mm-hmm. and netflix was supposed to uh, have that show uh, on its uh, streaming website on on the platform mm-hmm. but uh, surprisingly uh, after uh, some months of him accepting the script mm-hmm. he declined oh so there was a lot of yeah so there was a lot of uh, so in the kim soo you fandom or the you know the yukari fandom there was a lot of mm-hmm. uh, uh, talk about why he declined a netflix show Yeah yeah but then we all know that he's very choosy and picky with his scripts and i'm really glad that he uh, you know chose one ordinary day as the uh, as the drama you know after one it's okay not to be okay yeah i Although, mean there was uh, so much anticipation after it's okay to uh, it's okay exactly. to not be okay that you know exactly. we were kind of so there were other actors who were you know signing back to back new uh, assignments but uh, yeah. there was fa- he took you know fairly some time so he, yeah so, he's now become one of those I'm actors not who, so he, yeah. totally worth the wait <laughs> yeah, yeah and and he doesn't sign up more than a show in like in a year that's mm-hmm. also something that we have seen correct uh, anyway so more on to coming on to one ordinary day so apart yeah, from yeah. kim soo yu who's who's playing the central character of hyun soo so his name is actually his name sick it's just hyun soo it's kim hyun soo and uh, he's the main guy who's who's an innocent uh, college going guy and who some you know who actually ends up in the wrong place mm-hmm. and like it's the story of how one single ordinary day can change a person's life mm-hmm. and in this case it is this 25 over 25 year old college student named yeah. kim soo uh then uh, there's another stellar actor uh, which is uh, cha sang won mm-hmm. who's playing the attorney his yeah. name is uh, shin jung han so he's he's basically an attorney who tries to take petty cases and he's he's basically living his uh, you know like uh, he's trying to live off the fees of petty crime cases and mm. he's he's not considered a very top notch lawyer or a top notch attorney in the circuit uh, but he's okay doing it uh, but then he actually comes upon hyun soo and uh, comes across himsu and then he uh, takes upon and helps him uh, takes his case and then ultimately he's the one uh, he's the main guy who uh, helps him and uh, solves his case so he's a very integral character to the story yeah uh, then we have uh, some other uh, cast members which include uh, 
there's another character called Do Jitai who's played by Kim Sung Kyu mm-hmm. uh, and he's he's also one of the uh, influencing forces in the life of him in the prison so yeah uh, he's a character that you should look forward to then uh, we have uh, another character called uh, Park Dushik who's played by Yang Kyung uh, Won Uh, and uh, he is one of the inmates of the prison uh, and uh, he he has like a decent role to play he's although a supporting actor hmm. then we have uh, in the police station which is known as the Cheonggang police station we have uh, captain Park Sang Bo hmm. so he is the uh, senior officer who's about to retire in the story and he's played by uh, the actor Kim Hong Wa hmm. Kim Hong Fa sorry uh, and then uh, there's uh there's the prosecutor's office right so the the prosecutor who take the case of hmm. uh so uh there's this character of an tae she's the main prosecutor and this uh, lady is played by kim shin rok hmm. uh and then there's the law firm that comes into place which uh takes up the case of hyunsu uh in the later stages and uh, this law firm is known as gumhan law firm Uh, yeah, and the correct. main a person who owns this law firm and like who's the main uh, attorney of this law firm hmm. uh, is a character called Park Mi Kyung. Hmm. So she's this uh, sophisticated uh, top-notch lawyer, and she's played by So Ja Hee, right? Uh, and then there's another uh, rookie lawyer uh, in uh, in the law uh, in this law firm, which is played by uh, So Su Jin, uh, and she's an assistant lawyer basically, and uh, she's played by Lee Sol. uh in the show mm-hmm. uh and she she actually ends up becoming a, an important part in the story in the later stages also uh the case this entire case is termed as chrysanthemum case so the reporter who actually outs this case to the media terms it that and mm-hmm. uh, the murder victim uh, is hongok hwa and she is played by wang seon so interesting bit about this is that uh, when the show uh, was actually being filmed Mm-hmm. There was a lot of conjecture about who is the uh, who is the person playing the victim, and they oh. were and the producers had not outed out the name of the actress. So oh, okay. people actually realized who the actress was only after the first episode was aired. Uh, oh, oh, that's quite that. interesting. I was not aware of this. It was kept under wraps and pretty tightly, and people always used to, uh, you know, there were rumors that okay, this one might be the girl, this one might be the girl. So that oh. was that. yeah i think given the fact that the you know the fan base already knew that this is an adaptation of criminal justice they kind of right. knew what the plot was uh, if, exactly. i mean it, especially the global citizens if they have uh, watched it in their uh, home countries or anything Country. yeah they kind of maybe ha so i think uh, that would have garnered some curious fans as to who the oh, yeah, yeah. there was a lot of curiosity yeah yeah so uh, then there's another uh, character uh, by the name of hong jung ah who's a uh, forensic expert oh. and she is played by kim young ah and she's actually in the story she's she's the ex wife of the uh, lawyer the attorney uh, shin jung won mm-hmm. right then so yeah this is mainly the cast uh, of one or the other and uh, it is a pretty stellar cast yeah i i mean it's you know most of the names that you uh, you know mentioned in the cast we have seen them in some pretty amazing work that they have done in the past so also this is oh, yeah. kind of a speciality of kim so yoon that 
you know he uh, his usually the supporting cast is pretty is you know well established and uh, you know like in it's okay to not be okay uh, even though uh, soyeji was you know fairly a newcomer sort of an actor even though she has been around in the yeah, yeah, yeah. in the previous yeah, years yeah. He, right. he took that gamble uh, with this uh, soyeji and uh, also with o jangse right he was like oh, yes. he is like one established actor veteran actor in south korea in, Korean in this yeah, yeah. case also in one ordinary day also so, yeah. he went with the you know cha sung won he's uh, one of those uh, like he's one of those like i don't know about a lot of other uh, but of what i've seen of k dramas mm-hmm. he's one of those few hallyu stars and you know uh, like oppas which people actually look forward to see in a show yeah but he he's uh, not always the star in this show so he tries to take up shows where he's on equal footing with other characters that's what yeah. i think although yeah. even one ordinary day was about this victim story but it is equally about the lawyer shinjuwon so and- uh, i i totally agree uh, if you see uh, kim so yu's uh, you know past filmography also exactly. he has yeah, been yeah, yeah. part of such huge ensemble casts you know even in a uh, case of dream high where he was oh, sharing yeah. screen with suzy and uh, okay taekyon and all these people iu and uh, iu yeah yeah, yeah yeah so all these people and even in the producers uh, it was an ensemble cast uh, exactly. once again so uh, even in moon like even in moon embracing the star, moon, sun it was yeah, such a then, big in, huge in yeah. that that case, was one of the initial dramas yeah yeah correct in in that case child actors went on to become like uh, you uh, know huge, well yeah. known it was like a kickstart kickstarted a lot of uh, hallyu stars agree yeah yeah uh, so, so yeah. it's pretty interesting uh, thing our, what about things so, yeah. is amazing cutie <laughs> <Judy> boy <laughs> yeah so uh, coming on to one ordinary day uh, mm-hmm. so the first episode Like when we jump into the first episode, uh, there's this huge world building and so many things to look forward to. They try to introduce the character Hyunsu. We know that he's a college-going student. He's preparing for some exams, and mm-hmm. uh, and he actually I think seems to like basketball. Although we're not sure, he has a basketball poster in his room. Then we see that he's from a very normal, loving family. His father drives a cab, a taxi for his living, and. Uh, and that is how he ends up you know <laughs> in the uh, in the case that he uh, that the story is about uh, and then we see the world of uh, this lawyer this attorney shin mm-hmm. jungwon who who's uh, going about his livelihood by earning uh, you know by solving petty uh, cases and taking up uh, you know the side of petty criminals and and he's okay with it he's not a very over ambitious lawyer and uh, Uh, and then we see this entire power struggle going on uh, yeah. we see prosecutors we see the system in korea mm-hmm. and then we actually realize that it's pretty same everywhere like across the world but yeah so episode 1 really has a lot to offer in terms of uh, the show and then obviously the entire setup as to how the uh, murder we don't know how the murder happens but uh, kim hyun su ends up in this girl's house and uh, he has talks with uh, her 
and uh, and they end up having a wild night and then he finds that she's dead in the morning <laughs> and then uh, he realizes that he's in a messy state mm-hmm. and uh, and he's he's in, in the midst of a very you know it's a horrifying accident that has not an accident but a horrifying incident that has happened and then he tries to run away from that scene and that is where everything goes wrong so he tries to uh, you know uh, in a way he tries to remove evidence that he was there in that house but actually he ends up in the hands of police and then he's taken up by uh, the policeman and then he's in jail so yeah that's the story is about what yeah. is your view of episode 1 yeah so uh, i think uh, yeah plot wise you have pretty much you know kind of given the context of what happens right in episode 1 so i felt that there is uh too much uh information that was given to the audience right in the first episode exactly. so which yeah. kind of got me excited about oh okay uh, they are uh, you know establishing the characters then they are establishing the case as to what uh, what the incident was about uh, that entire night how the girl uh, is murdered and how he ends up in jail and ends up being the uh, Uh, suspect of that entire case but uh, what really impressed me in episode 1 is that uh, the kind of relatability or the uh, the way the character of hyunsu was humanized right in scene 1 yeah, yeah. that uh, exactly. you know he he goes to the college and uh, his, his friends are planning a party and uh, you know it's it's very like he's a very relatable us. cute guy Yeah. yeah it it is like any to... of us and uh, well, I'm not a relatable like, cute guy but <laughs> like uh, but yeah, like... we are all dil se cute <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> so basically and also the way his family is so simple and uh, like you know it, it was not a chebol background that he comes from he oh. comes from a normal regular family where he has Uh, mom dad and a sister younger sister so and also a very uh, you know scene to note where where he lies to his parents saying that i'm going to study at my friend's place and you know slowly he slips uh, he takes out of dad's uh, yeah. taxi yeah. Uh, key uh, to you know go to his party so i think that is also something a lot of uh, youngsters would kind of relate to uh you right. know usually when when we want to uh, go spend time with friends we uh, you know end up uh, saying such white lies or uh, you know sneaking yeah, yeah. around uh, is happening a little bit and that was very relatable and suddenly uh, you know just the next scene the whole plot takes a 180 degree uh, you know shift, uh, shift. and uh, and since then the storyline starts getting darker and it stays like that till the end of the series so and right, also right. i want to address uh when when okay i think he is done uh, not only kim so hyun but even the other actors uh, you know anywhere across the world i think they would have done uh, the scenes with the family with the friends or with the uh, stranger girl and spending a night with her Uh, you know pretty normally there was nothing so much yeah, that yeah. i was excited about but yeah. what uh, won my heart was when 
he freaks out when he sees that oh, the girl yes. is stabbed and he starts running that is where the oh. real acting of you know kim soyu the legend kim soyu starts showing <laughs> did, did on you the see screen. that he and he's he's so he so there are, so there are, so he comes like he goes out of the house he runs his we see that he's fleeing away from the house he falls he he's, he falls while he tries to enter the taxi yeah the, then he the realizes panic yeah in his yeah then he realizes panic. that he's left his jacket then he goes again and he does not have the car key and then Correct. he goes again yeah yeah so that scene is very Like, oh my god amazing that scene and also when he is in the police station uh, and you know he's trying to leave that place but he's not able to leave because more and more people are entering uh, the it? station and uh, when people when the main cop the chief he comes and tells okay you are one of the suspects because all the evidence is there is like a mountain of evidence which is pointing against you and then right. that where where he starts pleading and begging uh to the uh, police saying that i am innocent and all that and i yeah, yeah. i don't remember what happened which yeah. i thought was a very tricky uh, and interesting uh, twist to this plot because uh, which they have addressed of... throughout the trial where, where it is about yeah. that he does not remember what happened exactly so, so lesson lesson the biggest lesson from this episode is never accept any kind of substances from a stranger and yeah. never never really lose yourself in so much you know uh, uh, in the pursuit of some no very... matter how hot yeah. the other person is yeah. <laughs> or even if it is really, him so you do in not in the pursuit of so yeah so such momentary desires you should not give your senses away Yeah, uh, because otherwise you can end up in a very, very messy situation, which Kim Hyun Soo ends up in at mm-hmm. the end of episode one. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, uh, another thing that uh, I wanted to uh, discuss was that the way uh, this guy portrays fear. Mm-hmm. So you see, he's sitting in the cab when the policemen are taking him to the police station. He yeah, asks, yeah. "That was the girl dead?" Yeah, that yeah. scene, and he's 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 so fearful. So. he knows that something extremely bad has happened and he's obviously not the murderer although he does not really remember what has happened mm-hmm. in the events of the night but the fear and we don't see his complete face it's yes, it's a dark yes. he's in yeah he's inside the car in the cab in the police uh, vehicle but the way he delivers you know dialogues oh my god I'm yeah yeah so that shot especially where they just show his eyes so, right from the uh, yeah. partition in the police car yeah so one thing that immediately jumps out of this is that the cinematography is amazing like mm-hmm. even if it's a dark show it's a very uh, like the way they the angles and the way they show uh, the route and then they you know they go to the police station so the mm-hmm. cinematography you like it catches your eye in the first episode only. yeah and then you obviously on to the subsequent episodes you realize that the cinematography is actually very good mm-hmm. which is not something that people look forward to i agree Yeah, yeah, I agree. I kind of uh, remember the shots they have taken, even in the jail cells, have been shot oh, yes. with so much Amazing. of uh, uh, you know aesthetic point of view. Okay, not aesthetic I, yeah. in terms to make it look pretty, like with uh, cherry blossoms very, all over. It is just yeah, yeah. that you know, even even the uh, uh, gory side of it, they have shown it in a very presentable way, where you won't turn your eyes away, and exactly. your 
I yeah. was still stuck on the screen sort of. Right. Uh, yeah, I kind of agree to that. Yeah, so people have worked really hard. Yeah. Then coming on to the episode, uh, which is the second episode, uh, I think uh, the entire bit of second episode, they just show that uh, they have got Hin- uh, Kim Hyun-soo in, uh, mm-hmm. in their mm-hmm. custody. And uh, the lawyer, the, the, the old guy, Uh, who's about to retire who's the hmm. main attorney he uh, not the attorney he's the uh, police the cop man. yeah the cop yeah he's a policeman sorry so he's the chief he's a head cop somehow and then he uh, he he's so he's known for uh, handling uh, having held a lot of such cases mm-hmm. and he thinks that this is the guy who's the murderer and he thinks that if he uh, solves this case mm. and you know he uh, because he is so convinced that this guy is the murderer he feels that this will help him in his uh like this will be his last case and he'll be going on on a high mm-hmm. and that's what he so basically we th- we uh, realize that uh this case is just another of his trophies that he wants in his uh you know amazing career that he's had mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah uh, he thinks that it is a very lucrative thing right uh, yeah so and yeah. Uh, you know adding to this Uh, you i think uh, you should also mention about uh, how shin jung han uh, you know kind of enters this whole dynamics of oh yeah uh, yunsu right. being arrested so he becomes his right, lawyer right. he actually finds him inside the police station yunsu yes. after he is arrested also does not have a, a lawyer still and he tries calling his parents at the middle of the night they do not pick up and because it's a normal uh, i mean Uh, what would the parents expect that my son will end up in jail <laughs> so basically they uh, so uh, shin jung han who's the uh, representing uh, lawyer for hyunsu in the beginning few episodes of this show he finds him in the jail and basically like uh, moon was mentioning in the character introduction that he is someone who takes up these petty cases and has not really uh you know ever represented or taken up a murder case or a case of this big scale uh, or right. or maybe he still does not know that you know this case is so deadly and mm-hmm. he somehow just ends up uh, uh, you know start representing uh, yunsu because he thinks it is a murder case there might be a bigger amount of money as fees for him right. and right. even at this point i i i feel that he is still not interested to know whether hyunsu is innocent or not he just wants yeah 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 to get him out of the custody so that he gets his payment i think it's right. very later in the show that he actually starts caring as to find out who the actual murder murderer is yeah no but then one thing is for sure that even if he is not really uh, worried about if you know who the murderer is in this case he's sure that hyunsu is innocent yeah because correct. he mentions it in the later episodes that because he's worked with so many criminals and so many petty criminals and he takes up so many cases on a daily like mm-hmm. you know like like numerous cases he works upon he knows just by the look of uh, the person that whether they are guilty or not mm-hmm. and hyunsu's hyunsu's innocence is actually uh, and his like despair and the way he's just so helpless that's what mm-hmm. attracts uh, shin jung on to Uh, him too, right in the jail as yeah. you mentioned yeah correct so uh, yeah i think it's a very interesting thing to see that how the lawyer's first uh, you know priority is only to get his client out of the custody or out of jail uh, right. than to uh, you know 
than to actually know who actually did, uh, committed the murder or go to the crux of the whole problem uh, and we see this happening not only with hyunsu's lawyer we see this happening with everyone around him involved uh, immediately involved with him after the crime scene like the yeah. chief of police he did not give it long enough a thought as to he he might there might be a possibility that hyunsu is not the killer he saw that okay right. i have the evidence i have a suspect then it has to be him he did not also spend yeah. uh, any time so you know people were coming to conclusions uh, you know very easy uh, very easily uh, as easily and as no, and, i take no, bad decisions so another thing no one is bothered by uh, by the fact that a girl has been stabbed 13 times and she's dead and what is what was the motive behind that murder yeah. no one is bothered and it's only hyunsu in some ways that although he like it's not shown out like he, he's not shown thinking it uh, thinking it out loud but hmm. obviously he's helpless but there are moments when he thinks about uh, gukwa right that like But you know they have i yeah, think that some... uh initially even hyunsu is uh, like that that he does not think about gukwa being stabbed 13 times he thinks about how do i save myself so everyone around that dead girl is putting themselves yeah. first in terms of the right. actions that right. they are taking going to take up next right. so hyunsu he saw her he got scared he panicked no. and he ran no but then i i'll tell you I, i had this observation when because he does not even know the name of the girl he slept with that girl yeah. she's killed and he's in a way framed for that murder when mm-hmm. he's actually not he does not remember what has happened and he thinks that he is not murdered that girl yeah. but then when he gets to know ki her name was hongokwa and yeah. she died this so obviously they don't it's it's not said out aloud but he has that like faint memory ki okay they've spent one wonderful night they were eating ice cream on the beach yeah. they were you know chilling and having a fun time and then they came back they had bites <laughs> and then <laughs> and then yeah like this happened so agreed that a, not a lot of people actually think about uh gukwa huda huda is but everyone apart from hyunsu are trying to take this case as a way to fulfill their motives whether yeah, it's about then- i think even in the yeah. media that was portrayed even if i mean par- in parallel people are trying to you know use this case as a stepping stone in their career or whatever exactly exactly there is an image of gukwa uh, dead gukwa in the media that she was a young girl like every other uh, person in their 20s and youngster in their 20s and she used to have friends and she used to live a happy life and suddenly now she is dead because of a one gruesome killer so exactly. everybody has kind of uh, given gukwa that uh, image in the media but uh, yeah yunsu uh, is uh, only remembers her because he spent time with her not every character exactly. in the plot got yeah, like a exactly. Uh, living life uh, screen time with exactly. Agreed, yeah. agreed, agreed, agreed. No, but then yeah, that's what I was trying to say. So I think uh, that is fine yeah. because all all these people, uh, like the <laughs> chief, uh, police police chief or the prosecutor and all these people, it's okay for them to not, you know, sit back and think about what kind of a girl Gukwa was because for them it is their job. For Hyunsu, he spent some time with the girl and had some. really good time i guess because and then he's like how uh, i mean it's really scary and surprising as to know 
how this beautiful memory turned into like such a nightmare nightmare yeah, yeah. yeah exactly also um, so after episode 2 episode 3 4 and i think by the bit uh, of episode 5 there's this entire story that happens in the way that uh, they show that hyunsu wants uh, like uh, the mr the attorney attorney shim he tries that hyunsu doesn't go uh, to uh, to jail uh, to detainment center and uh, they try to get him out of it uh, they try to prove that he is just a suspect but uh, the uh, prosecutor they prove or you know you know they in a way uh, they just want hyunsu in jail so they don't want him out of uh, the and they think that he's the murderer there's no other way about it uh, so then he goes to jail and there this entire episode of how the jail inmates treat him and then mm-hmm. this is this is another world inside a jail that that we are not really aware about it at least yeah. i wasn't very aware about and then you see that there are gangs in jail and then uh, there's the character of jutto jitai who comes into play yeah uh, he's supposedly the lion of the northern wing mm-hmm. and uh, he's he's one of the gang leaders and there is another gang uh, and uh, the other gang is actually pretty notorious they try to fight with him too a lot uh, and uh, dushik uh, is part of the other gang this uh, dushik guy uh, is uh, the guy from crash landing on you and Ash, yeah, 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 yeah. so he's he's there in a lot of shows and yeah, he's also yeah. a veteran i think he's a great actor i actually i'm not sure because i have only seen him in these two shows Oh, uh, I think I've seen him in some other shows also, but I don't remember those. Oh, things. okay, okay. Uh, but he's been there across a lot of shows. Okay. And uh, yeah, so so Dushik is a is a character in a negative light, and mm-hmm. he uh, he just doesn't like him. So. He in fact and, surprisingly uh, gets arrested along with uh, Hyunsu on the night Hyunsu, of the yeah, murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because both hinsu and dushik are taken to the detainment center together and are put in the jail yeah, together. together uh you know he keeps provoking hinsu throughout right Again. from episode 1 till the end almost yeah also there are so many scenes i mean this i noticed that there are so many scenes across the entire show where they are showing hinsu as entering the police van and then mm-hmm. he goes back to the jail the detainment center yeah yeah and everywhere uh one thing that i really liked was that it's raining almost everywhere a lot mm-hmm. of times it's raining and and the color grading that showed that's shown in uh, those scenes and mm-hmm. in fact all the scenes the blue and green color grading yeah, that is yeah. amazing i mean so again like adding on to the visual aspect of it i really like that color grading it it's not it, it very well shows the uh, mood of the character because emotions exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when especially when he comes to the court when the trial is going on it's it's exactly. pretty bright and uh, you know uh lights and like all. light yeah, yeah. the lighting is pretty good and uh, they try to show ki it's it's the real world it's the exactly. regular world where everything is going on people are trying to fight for justice so people are living by the rules but as soon as he comes to the uh the jail part of it or the prison part of it the, the uh, like you mentioned the uh, lighting and the color grading of the frames turn a shade darker where you know the rules of the jungle are completely different as to the rules of the real world yeah and then that is where uh, like it it's very clear that they're showing they're trying to show the two worlds that hyunsu has found himself in yeah. the world of uh, crime and like the the courtroom drama 
and the drama that is happening in the jail which is like an underground cell yeah. Yeah, and you know, like all the inmates, and it's an entirely different world. So there are two different worlds. But mm-hmm. Yunsu is actually part of neither. He's actually part of the good world that he was supposedly the relatable world. That he's we all trying to play. come back to. Yeah, but exactly, uh, he's trying to get back to it. But so that is all. This world is pretty inevitable for him in this uh, situation. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, episode three, four, five were pretty okay to me. Uh, they were slow in bits. and obviously there's a lot of things that happen in the sense that uh, this lawyer uh, L- lawyer shinjungwan um, he's the main attorney when the drama starts he takes up the case of himsu but then there's another lawyer uh, the lady of that uh, big corporate law firm she takes up the case of himsu on a pro bono basis so she offers a uh, himsu's parents that she's going to take up the case because this case apparently becomes very famous so again she's trying to add a point to her firm yeah and uh, she want she uh, because she offers her services for free uh, her his parents they sign her on uh, this case mm-hmm. uh, when park mikyung uh, gets to uh, takes up the case of uh, hyutsu uh, there's another character called sosujin that we get introduced to and apparently she's a classmate of the same uh, school or college of actually college of hyutsu and that is why park mikyung uh, takes her as an assistant on this case and mm-hmm. then she starts working on this case with her so also uh, while you talk about uh, how this uh, uh, you know case goes in a pro bono way to this bigger law firm uh, again uh, if you see like you were mentioning episode 3 4 5 were also similarly even i felt the same way that it fell a little flat for me as compared to episode 1's excitement and too much action that was going on uh, and uh, park mi kyung who's like the most known lawyer uh, who's now representing hyunsu uh, you know kind of tries to strike a deal uh, with the prosecutor antehi and you know try says ki okay i i'll get the boy to plead guilty but please reduce the sentence uh, sort of a thing and she yeah. comes to hyunsu and without trying to uh you know hear out what his concerns are or what he wants she just straight up comes and tells him you know what i've tried, i have struck this deal just plead guilty and i'll get you out of jail after so many years and uh you know there she just wants to she just wants a closure to this case of whatever she's taken up and similarly is with the other people around also like the police wants to close the case soon with the uh, given a uh, suspect called as the murderer the prosecutor also also wants to do this uh, a lot of people do this around hyunsu and uh, but once the, okay episode 5 was like again the turning point for me where hyunsu irrespect despite uh, you know people asking him to plead guilty he says not guilty in court and that is when the story again starts getting that was more a, more that was a pivotal moment in the entire show yeah yeah pivotal. yeah so and that I is think, where I the is episode 5 transformation is episode 6 transformation episode 5 5 yeah so transformation episode is the title of that yeah episode yeah, yeah. episode 5 and, and, yeah, and yeah. then there is episode 6 7 where uh, uh, where this lady kind of leaves the case and hands it over to her junior uh, lawyer uh, sol right. sujin and she is just left on her own with the help of shinjunghan where she goes back to right. this 
uh, old lawyer and tries to take his help uh, yeah so that was pretty interesting and i think only after this uh, scene things start speeding up a little bit in terms of what is happening both uh, on the courtroom side on the uh, outside in terms of investigating who could be the actual killer so that is that is what got my uh, peaked my interest in these episodes of fi- from mid of 5 6 7 and 8 oh, yes. also i think to some uh, extent there was this one scene uh, although it was not part of i think it was part of episode 3 or episode 4 which was a very disgusting scene i don't know why because i remembered this <laughs> but um, uh gukwa's body the the more, like the victim's body uh, uh, it's so autopsy is done on her body and there's oh, this scene oh my god oh my god i know what you're <laughs> that, talking about that yeah that uh, the the cop the head cop one of the head cops he uh, he brings on him so to see bukwa's body after the autopsy i don't know if that is even possible if that is allowed is it legitimate i don't know but he uh, hunsu is already in a lot of trauma and a lot of you know he's sad and he's crying and and then he he's seeing bukwa's body after it has gone so many cuts and all and oh my god and yeah it is the worst thing that he that the cop he puts a finger in her body oh my god yeah it's it's pretty cruel i mean and he and he explicitly it is disgusting i don't all know all the organs were removed oh my god that was crazy that was yeah crazy. i but i think i you know what i'm glad you brought the scene up i had totally forgotten about the scene but uh, you know this goes on to show like uh, which is also again a pretty interesting subplot in this entire story how the prosecutor and the chief of police try to keep manipulating hunsu throughout those uh, you know uh, his initial trial days so that he you know he's pushed to feeling guilty i mean at this point even the chief of police has a little bit of doubt okay how can this uh, you know cute looking boy be such a gruesome murderer so he has that somewhere in the back of his mind but he wants this guy to confess as soon as possible right this tries to make make hunsu feel uh, guilty again and again uh, as to by keep by keeping on telling him okay there is this young girl who died uh, you know which was not just and exactly which which is no, also, kind of taking a toll on hyunsu especially and also on that lie detector test uh how oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. during that lie detector test they say ki okay if you don't take it people will suspect you but if you take it there is nothing to worry about because you did not kill the girl and he keeps his nebulizer on the table and this is like a manipulate manipulation trick which is uh, you know shared by a prosecutor uh, it's it's pretty interesting no, the how they wanted to influence his conscience throughout the initial days of the trial yeah and obviously the fact that he does not remember what happened so they're trying to in a way make him realize that he's the killer even if yeah, he doesn't yeah. know it he's the killer they're trying to again and again manipulate his psyche Hmm. and, and also uh, it was in episode 5 where he legit pleads not guilty the uh, scene that we were talking about before it is where it is there exactly where hyunsu uh, you know p- 
takes a stand that yes i am not guilty despite of the fact that i don't remember what happened i know that i'm not guilty but before that uh, scene came up in episode 5 before that even he was kind of you know dicey he was in a very vulnerable state where if pushed enough he would have confessed sort of even no, even exactly. if it's not true also i found another thing very interesting was that uh, they have uh, that they brought out to attention a lot of small small things in the in the way that then himsu goes for his hearing Mm-hmm. He, uh, so we have not actually mentioned about Dojita's character having an interest. He develops yeah, yeah. an interesting relationship with Yunsu, but obviously people will see that in the show. But uh, uh, he gives uh, Yunsu a pair of glasses to wear oh, for his hair. Correct. Then he becomes Yunsu Potter. <laughs> for me. Yeah, yeah. He has got those Harry Potter yeah, glasses. I yeah. thought the same exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. So I actually, interestingly, I looked up uh, about uh, that thing, and uh, a lot of people in America, uh, they. uh they started like for their hearing they started wearing glasses hmm. because apparently it gives like a nerdy look yeah uh and uh, it's called the nerd defense there's a yes. term for it yes yeah so nerd defense and that is why uh, i think they've also shown that hipsu wears that those glasses for his hearing also another of his like in subsequent uh, episodes i think in the fifth episode only he wears a shirt so then yeah. he wears a blue shirt Yeah, but then uh, uh, the attorney Shin Jung Won he swaps the shirt because he's apparently wearing a blue shirt, uh, and blue is the color of the prison. prisoners. So that's what uniform. Yeah, yeah. In Korea. So which is why exactly Dojite uh, he gives him exactly. that white shirt the day white before. White shirt. Yeah. Hearing. But he doesn't. But this guy goes like, no, my mom brought this, and this is my lucky shirt, and all that. And uh, yeah, no, I mean people Mama's- tend to hold on to those. Uh, uh you know little signs i mean things of hope even we we have like a favorite pen favorite top uh, whenever we go on like important uh, uh, you know uh, things to yeah. do okay, but sure. i i think uh, but this attention to of... detail was really really noteworthy like you know all these small small things are very interesting and very even though they're very small but they show that people have really invested so much in making the drama and uh, in in addition to this uh, uh, you know the nerd defense and you know being presentable in the court and all that uh, there are few uh, scenes where junsu is just like you know has attended so many hearings in his trial now he's kind of take it's a part of his routine right so every few days he has to come to the court for the hearing and he starts sitting like a normal Twenty-year-old boy. He, you know, oh, yes. he sits back. He puts, yeah. you know, he crosses his legs but, and all that. And that, Shin Jung Hwan keeps correcting him. He's like, you know what? Don't sit like that. You know, sit properly. You are in front of so, the judge. And he tells him, yeah, don't put so your head down. So this interruption. No, no, yeah. no. I like to interrupt here because uh, this transformation happens with him. So where he becomes his normal self, or like a twenty-year-old boy, where he's crossing his legs, mm-hmm. or he's. Not really showing a lot of respect, or he's yawning. There's a scene where yeah, he yawns. Yeah, there's a yawning scene. Correct. Yeah. So that is that happens when he's transformed, and that transformation happens because of Dojita's character, and obviously because now because he's been in the uh, jail for so long hmm. that uh, the dark obviously starts to seep in his inner sense. Right? Yeah, That's he started like he started to adapt himself to his new environment, exactly. and yeah. uh, the essence of Yunsu is not. taken away if, even though he's yeah. like in the dark so 
it's like yeah. hyunsu adapting to that new life of prison uh, that is uh, going oh, on yeah there was another scene that i really liked uh, it was in episode 5 only Mm-hmm. So, uh, in episode five, as we mentioned, that he's wearing that white shirt, and then he's uh, he has to. So they have to go to the scene of the crime. Mm-hmm. So there's this entire uh, uh, thing happening where uh, the judge uh, he uh, wants the victim to go t- uh, to have like a replay of the entire set of events that It's happened. It's the jury actually. That... Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The jury. Yeah, they want the entire scene to be reenacted. Mm. Uh, and Hyunsu, obviously, he's so traumatic. uh like he's in so much trauma mm. and even then he has to go through that entire ordeal of going to gupwa's house and seeing how uh, the you know set of events happened mm. so when they are entering it starts raining right yeah. so there's this scene where he's he's going he's wearing a white shirt he's going and then uh lawyer uh, shit comes up opens an umbrella over mm. over his head so yeah. uh, umbrellas in k dramas is a big thing like yeah <laughs> across so many dramas umbrellas are like a huge symbol of protection uh, you know that they try to show and exactly uh, the same way lawyer shin opens up the umbrella over kitsu's head and it's a very uh, it's a very poignant scene in the way that he's the only one who's trying to help you yeah who's right? sta- he's standing Hitsu by is, him yeah yeah who's standing by him offering him support believing in him So that was a scene that really stood out to me, uh, and and I like umbrellas. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, uh, ironically, the all the previous umbrella scenes that I have seen are, have been all romantic scenes. Yeah, yeah. So see, very, but then, yeah, you them, but... you brought up a very very interesting uh, you know point of view here that you know it actually symbolizes that I stand by you or. you know so, even if because, the world is against yeah. you sort of and it does not have because to be romantic this, yeah yeah exactly and because this is uh, kim suyu's drama mm-hmm. i would like to uh, again uh, you know go back to it's okay not to be okay mm-hmm. there is a very important umbrella scene in that show also which is not mm-hmm. romantic like it is bit in bit romantic in the sense that uh, there is a uh, so soyeji uh, who's playing the actor like uh, character Komunyo. of komunyo yeah yeah she goes uh so the scene happened in the way that she goes to see uh, her father's grave hmm. and it's raining and yeah, they're all yeah. wearing black it's the funeral yeah. basically yeah and uh, and she's uh, so gangte uh, kim suyu's character mm-hmm. he holds up a holds up an umbrella to uh, soyeji's character which is komunyo yeah but uh, sangte who's the autistic brother of gangte he's also holding a umbrella umbrella correct yeah i've seen yeah, yeah i remember so that so that is a very very uh, like you know amazing scene mm-hmm. so another uh, i love that scene today so yeah coming back to one or quite a good reference this yeah umbrella scene yeah this umbrella scene was amazing <laughs> so uh, yeah in in the way that uh, episode uh, uh, sorry, so, no after episode 5 uh, episode 6 and 7 is the uh, are the crucial episodes for a uh, uh, character development for hyunsu like uh, till episode 5 he is dependent on the uh, external factors like a prosecutor or a attorney or you know the police for his release or his freedom episode 6 and 7 onwards he's still hopeful he still does not want to be in the prison but 
he is preparing himself to get used to the life in the prison also because i think at this point of time he gives up hopes on ki i don't think these people are going to do any good uh, i think i'm done uh, i'm going to be uh, prosecuted and i'm going to end up in prison whether it's 10 years or like all my life so he starts learning the ways of prison and if you notice till till this episode uh, episode three or four or five he does he tends to be on his own he does not choose a side right you know right. he is dealing with the bullies on his own and uh, right. whoever is coming and protecting him are coming out of their own choice Only. and care for him but it is in episode 6 and 7 where he consciously you know chooses to seek ha kite's help and uh, chooses to be a part of his uh i mean the trio or the gang whatever the you want to call yeah, it yeah, yeah. yeah and he is okay yeah, to do the... uh you know illegal stuff for him uh exactly. yeah so that's pretty interesting where he starts preparing himself to uh, you know uh, live his life in the prison so th- there is like a stark uh, change in hyunsu's attitude you can actually see it you can see it in his eyes and that is where kim soyeon exactly. acting so talking about eyes i was just about to mention exactly yeah. talking about eyes because kim soyeon's eyes are like <laughs> yeah oh my god and so initial episodes it's it's the those uh, you know his standard in the same puppy dog eyes yeah. and uh, in in the second half of the series it is a cold stare it's like those cold stare but the cold yet the cold yet fire you know like they yeah. have that bit of uh like fire because they are uh, in a way some like they are disappointed but aggressive the transformation yes. happens right yeah, so it's, it's, so his the way he's able to communicate through his eyes the way he's able to communicate through his facial muscles oh my god like, oh yeah and actor. and mind you that uh, as compared like uh hyunsu has very little dialogues in these episodes very very very, very little like it is mostly the other people who are talking on behalf of him or they are coming and giving him those life lessons as you have to be like this you have to be like that whether it's shout out to shout out to that scene where he's doing push ups like oh yeah where perfect, exactly perfect push ups oh my god <laughs> push ups and he's he started to he's, learn boxing yeah, so there's another reference that i would like to make i'm sorry i'm interrupting uh-huh, but no problem uh, there's this scene where he's Uh, shown as wrapping his hand in a bandage and yeah. he's he's doing uh, he's boxing and he's trying to be he's know, training yeah bulk up yeah he's he's training he's trying to become stronger physically as well mentally mm-hmm. we see that transformation happening and then he's wrapping his bandage around his hand right so there so that's a very beautiful scene in some ways that he's shown through a side angle and he's wrapping that bandage on his hand yeah that's very aesthetic way, shot, so yeah not, yeah so it's not a show if uh, if kim su yu's character doesn't get a you know injury on his <laughs> or like a bandage on his because even uh, like for a major part of the show in it's okay not to be okay he's wearing that bandage which is yeah. i i don't know <laughs> yeah coming from Some, uh, it's okay to not be okay fan girl <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i think that's a good reference again yeah that, another uh, thing another hmm. thing was that uh, stood out to me was Uh, I don't know if you noticed this, hmm. but uh, at the end of episode seven, uh, he's there's this scene where he's having a conversation with Dojutai, 
hmm. and he's trying to uh, uh, ask him that uh, do you really think that i am the one who's not killed hmm. and the and the thing ends on what if i killed yeah i yeah. was like oh my god <laughs> i was screeching literally when that happened and uh, it was again uh, and then like the episode ends and he has like a bit of an evil glint in his eye yeah yeah which is intended obviously but again that and eye also is when you talk about dojite uh, so i wanted to bring this up so we see that jo, uh, like even before uh, hyunsu reaches out to him for help in the initial episodes he out of concern comes and uh, you know gives him protection while dushik is bullying him in the prison and we kind of understand why dojite is doing because apparently he was also framed for a, exactly. a crime that he had not done and he ended up being in the jail so he kind of has a similar back- backstory to hyunsu but he was not able to get out of the uh, uh, trial that he yeah. was a part of but you know uh, in different uh, parts of the story dojite kind of shows his concern you know either by helping him from the bully or by giving him that white shirt or giving him that uh, spectacles before going for the trial or uh, you know giving him that book on criminal uh, laws exactly. just before his hearing yeah. so that uh yeah. hyunsu is, is aware or familiar ha huh, familiar of you know the jargons that are used in the court or something like that and also uh i i kind of uh, found it very interesting where he gives him the phone and oh, to yes. call his family so he kind of uh, you know sympathizes with uh, hyunsu's uh, character because he can relate uh, his back story to his so i oh. think his entire character as you mentioned is huh. like a very beautiful humanizing element of the jail and so he's like one person who who's who's like human in the jail for himself in yeah, a lot of ways. even though he's like one of the uh, you know ga- yeah, gang leader so uh, and also one amazing thing that i uh, i mean for me it was amazing because hyunsu was a very vulnerable character okay like you mentioned how shin jung han was uh, the one who brought like an umbrella like who who you know kept uh, showing uh, you know gestures of you know standing by him through his difficult time uh, because shin jung han knew what hyunsu's life was out in the outside world because he was interacting with his friends or family to know about hyunsu's story here dojite does not know much about hyunsu but it is genuine warmth or care for him so his way of uh, you know keeping uh, hyunsu uh, in stable mind or sane mind was giving him that when when hyunsu asks him do you think that i really did i really murdered the girl he he tells this uh, innocent until proven guilty exactly that's like the major it is yeah it it is something the driving that, force yeah i think it is something that hyunsu had to hear from someone that he looks someone up to because by dojite by by this time he has started calling dojite hyung and he in fact goes to get it tattooed so he wanted to hear it from someone uh maybe really from like family or from yeah he yeah. says that you can call me any anything that you want 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I really liked it when he says yo. I don't know. There's something about you. Yeah, yeah. So you calling people yo. <laughs> It's very cute. So, uh yeah, I think the equation between uh, dojite and hyunsu was pretty much established at that point and he was that uh, person who kind of was like a moral support to hyunsu from in the darker world in the right. brighter world there was shinjung han who right. was genuinely trying to so hard to get uh, hyunsu justice but in the darker world had he uh you know not got the chance to go out and if he had to live his life there i think he had a uh, he had someone to look up to over there yeah. so i think episode i think we've uh, uh, i think we unanimously agree in the sense that episode 5 6 7 were pretty fa- fast paced and yeah, amazing yeah. i like, i thoroughly really, enjoyed these episodes yeah Even same fact, same uh, the first bit of uh, uh, episode 8 also i was uh, enjoying exactly episode 8 is like two parts so like the first part of episode 8 is amazing till the midst we uh, like you know it is you're going on about the entire story and and we go to that peak in episode 8 yeah because that is And where then, actually the first bit is where uh, you know a lot of action is happening even in terms of the courtroom drama and exactly. uh, the uh, and even in the prison world uh, there is a major uh, you know shocker yeah. that comes up so uh, there is too much happening in the first first half of episode 8 so which really kept me like glued to the screen until the verdict exactly yeah. but then i think after the verdict and after like exactly as i mentioned the second half in a way sometimes like you know it fall uh, it 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 fell flat for me yeah i agree and uh, and also i think that since it was the finale episode uh, the like it entire the entirety of the episode could have been amazing but uh, in some ways i was disappointed mm. uh, and i thought that uh, it could have gone on to end on a high but it did not in, uh, you know uh, end that way but yeah so uh, episode 8 mixed feelings about that episode they could yeah, have i you know, i agree uh, because uh, even i feel that uh, so they they spared very little time to wrap up the finale episode they started with happens. a high and they rushed into so in they were trying to you know uh, include so many things in that spare time of uh, you know tying the loose ends they rushed through a lot of things like who the mur- real murderer is and what happens to him yeah, yeah. after that and then he comes back blah 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 there there's just too much happening and without a proper logical reasoning because you know as opposed to in the first seven and a half episode run there were there everything was connected to logic hyunsu is suspect because there is evidence this happens because something else happens so uh, but the last bit of the finale it was like too rushed yeah also i think this is a common phenomenon with a lot of other kshuki dramas as well that they mm-hmm. try to wrap up and you know try to pack in a lot in the last episode mm-hmm. because the build up is too good to that episode but that wrap up and that too many things happening in the last episode doesn't really uh, end up becoming you know in a great light see but i uh, was but yeah, uh, so, thinking that uh, you know with in a story like this uh, especially when they have adapted a well known story 
i think they had a uh, quite a good scope and chance to explore a little bit more or give a little bit more logic uh, as to, to how the, uh, the, yeah, the real case solved um, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know i i i think they could have gone with another episode also to address this part but uh, sadly i mean Maybe. of course we are not the makers and i <laughs> think they thought this was the ideal thing to do yeah. uh, so i am okay with it but uh, yeah it did not end on the high that i expected or the high that was uh, created by the uh, previous episodes in the same uh, story also the last the last scene i mean that, that's like bit of a uh, i don't know we've given like a, a lot of spoilers in the sh- uh, in the review episode but uh, <laughs> basically we've last, told the story <laughs> yeah in the last in the last scene uh, we see that there might be a possibility of a season 2 <laughs> yeah, for this show yeah which which actually because since this is an adaptation of the bbc drama uh, the bbc show criminal justice has another season season yeah yeah in which so, the protagonist is a female yeah so that might happen for the south korean version as well which we look forward to if it happens because i think india already the second uh, second uh, season has come out yeah yeah so criminal justice british ver- version uh, the same stories have been adapted in india the first season talks about uh, this story of a college student and his life going haywire after one night of crazy you know adventure but uh, and the second season also talks about a lady uh, uh, who you know who commits murder and it is a very similar storyline to the british uh, second season of uh, criminal justice so uh, however the us version does not have it uh, does not okay. have the second season so i am quite curious as to how coupon play will take up the proposal for second season I think however they have given second. they have teased us pretty well that they have set yeah. the context that there might be second season and they have uh, set the premise uh, right. and it is okay if they don't make a second season that is also fine that's also that, fine because that ends on a high for shin jung han that it shows that he is ready to take up bigger <laughs> cases now so exactly. it can be a symbol it symbolizes that or it symbolizes that there can be a possibility of second uh, also, season i think another another scene that stood out to me in the last episode was uh, the scene where uh, you know uh, himsu is out of prison and uh, he's in a way back to his old normal life he's back with his parents uh, but he's taken up to the new ways uh, of the prison as well so he starts smoking and then he's shown walking on the streets of seoul and then the end scene he's standing uh, uh, you know uh, 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 on a sky high building uh, like on on the roof of a building and then basically he's thinking about his life mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so uh, like you know the fact that someone uh, an innocent guy who's been framed and who goes through so much uh, trauma and so much so many events happening in jail Hmm. they really impact your psyche so i think they tried to show a post traumatic stress disorder in yeah. the way of that scene because obviously we know that humsu will never remain or he can never go back to the innocent humsu that he was before this ordinary day happened in his life and be actually you know became extraordinary <laughs> in a lot of ways yeah yeah uh, yeah so that was something that i liked again i think uh, i really like the cinematography of this show in a mm-hmm. lot of ways like the camera mm-hmm. angles the, the color grading i've mentioned and the fact that it did not have like a 
well uh, like so many uh, songs or sound yeah ostis oh yeah that is good. what yeah so they yeah, gave so enough the absence of a song ab- yeah they gave so it was just the right amount of background music like no background music in fact like the intro was there outro was there and then they gave the entire space in between for the people for the actors to take the stage or the characters to take the stage there was no unnecessary background music just to create tension or to show whether even to depict the mood of the characters i think that so, is that was that is actually a pretty risky move because k dramas yeah, depend yeah. on background music a lot of times yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know translate no, the here... character's mood to the screen but i think uh, this was done pretty brilliantly it could have gone wrong uh, but it did not and i'm glad yeah this this absence was actually never felt and it it enhanced the storytelling uh, yeah sure. yeah that tune that comes up in the ending credits of each mm-hmm. episode that is so ominous like like it, it's bone chilling on some levels yeah it's yeah it's like very sad and dark so i like that uh, the way that they handled music and background score for this yeah, show yeah yeah so yeah all in all i think they have put in a lot of effort in adapting uh, this to the korean version the south korean version Mm-hmm. So yeah, this show is about how people in power always uh, want to have more power, and they don't really care about how many innocent lives, you know, might be sacrificed for that additional power that they want. Yeah. Uh, and how uh, the layman, or say supposedly the middle class, they have such less resources at their disposal to actually, you know, uh, go through this entire ordeal of a case or a court. Uh, you know, uh, if if they end up uh going to the court for a case yeah uh, which is pretty sad but that is actually the state of affairs that happens in reality as well so i think that is why this is such a great script and has been remade so many times yeah i think the success of this uh these adaptations in different countries is owes to the uh, you know how strong the plot is or story how strong is. the story is because uh, you know people all across the globe relate to the same kind of uh, issues of power struggle and it also kind of highlights that irrespective of how developed or underdeveloped or developing your country is uh, in our case uh, still developing country uh, in so many years yeah, yeah. uh, you know the justice system has that loophole where people focus more on the result than on the process or the logic of uh, the actual events they want to have a final result uh, a final answer to the question they just do not want to leave it and it is okay whether if it's a innocent person who was you know stuck in that situation because of you know uh, all the coincidences or whether if it is finding the real killer So, so that uh, that is shown brilliant when he wrote this oh, script yeah yeah i i'm sure that uh, peter uh, peter mohat might be like uh, you know really proud glad of proud of himself and the adaptations that have been made because a lot of adaptations do not stay true to the story but uh, one thing that i have noticed in all the three adaptations from us india to uh, one ordinary day oh, in yeah. south korea they have all stayed true to the story irrespective of giving their own 
twists to the uh, main uh, plot which which i really appreciated i mean they have not tried to you know take a good story and make something uh, you know hilarious out of it so that's that i mean a yeah. big shout out to all the uh, directors and makers of uh, these different adaptations also the fact that uh, we both have been so much you know entranced by this world of one ordinary day that we ended up watching the indian version and then we also watched bits of the british version and the US version, version uh, that yeah, is made yeah. in america where yeah. rizamat plays the main uh, protagonist mm-hmm. so i think uh, we will talk about more uh, uh, about those adaptations across the globe uh, of one ordinary day in the next episode of this podcast and we look forward to you guys tuning in so until next time until next time bye